And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers are hopeful after CN Rail promises to improve grain movement. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers are hoping CN Rail will deliver on a promise to step up grain movement this winter. CN released a statement today promising to take steps to quickly expand grain movement. Those steps include extra trains, more staff and track improvements. Last night, Federal Transport Minister Mark Garneau and Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley wrote a letter to the railways calling for clear action to improve grain shipments. Saskatchewan Pulse Growers Director Lee Motes is encouraged by CN's promise today. Well, I think it's encouraging that the uh, the, the railroad has decided to uh, take some action. Our uh, our group, the Pulse Growers, are part of the Ag Transport Coalition, and we are uh, reporting on railroad performance. Uh, uh, their supply versus the shippers' demand has shown that that they've been woefully inadequate for quite some time. And in recent months, uh, just kind of falling falling right apart, a very low level of cars supplied versus cars ordered. So it's encouraging that, that CN has taken some action. And, uh, you know, some of us believe that somebody always has to be held accountable. Clearly that's happened in CN with their recent uh, change at the top. And uh, hopefully that'll result in some of the actions taken that they need to to improve their operation. Do you think they can deliver? Well, with railroads, I think the issue is uh, when will they deliver? Because, you know, so, so sooner or later, they, they, they deliver. The, the question is, can they deliver in the short term? And, uh, you know, I don't know uh, much about running a railroad, so it's hard for me to to grasp whether the various changes in increasing cars, increasing locomotives, increasing staff are going to have immediate effect that we would look for. Clearly, they've got some human resource problems and they've got some uh, problems with equipment and some problems with management. It sounds like a pretty significant challenge for them, but we're, we're, we're hopeful. And at least it shows that they're taking action and taking the situation seriously. Do you think the federal letter helped at all? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know that. I think it certainly was our federal government putting the railways on notice that they expected different performance. I think one of the things that, uh, that I look to that maybe had an impact on this situation is the uh, report card showing railway performance versus the demand that shippers have is something that really, really has an impact in, in alerting everyone in the, in the industry to railway performance so the, today's announcement isn't isn't for a new development this is that the railway performance has been inadequate for some time this year and uh, and it shows the value i think of having a reporting performance measurement system so that we can gauge how railways are doing and we hope that that performance measurement system shows some improvement in the coming weeks lee motes farms at ryston southeast of regina and is a director with the saskatchewan pulse growers association He's also chair of Pulse Canada. In Ottawa, the House Agriculture Committee is holding an emergency meeting today to discuss the grain backlog. A report from Reuters says there are as many as three dozen grain ships waiting to load at Vancouver. Saskatchewan Senator Pamela Wallen expects the transportation modernization bill that could improve rail transport for farmers will be back before the Senate by the end of this month or the start of April. 
Wallen says although she isn't on the committee, she knows the bill is being reviewed clause by clause, but rail transport isn't the only aspect. If it gets too late, somebody's going to have to go back to the minister then at that point and say maybe we need to hive something off and act on it separately. You know, I'm not sure what they'll do. They need to understand, obviously, as we come up to spring, that this is becoming more and more urgent. Wallen says that would be up to the transport minister. At this point, the committee has met nine times and they're expected to vote on it at the end of the month or early April. Then it would be presented again to the Senate for a discussion and final vote. Portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Chief Agricultural Economist for FCC, Farm Credit Canada, says Canadian farmers must increase productivity to remain competitive in the world marketplace. J.P. Gervais says competitive pressures are mounting and it's important for Canadian agriculture to invest in innovation to enable continued growth in production and value-added food processing. Well, I think the market's shifting really to a volume-driven game, if I, if I can say. If, if you look at the last five years, we've had some tremendous uh, income growth at the farm gate. Uh, and a lot of that was actually driven by higher prices. Now, commodity prices have softened a little bit. Our Canadian dollar has softened, which has minimized... Uh, the pain, so to speak, but uh, overall, I do believe that you know future increase in revenues at the farm gate are going to be coming from increases in production. You know, wherever you look in the world, uh, you know we're growing the supply of commodities, and so I really do think that we need to position ourselves to be really successful innovation, productivity. So I think are the really the keys moving forward. I mean, we're going to be able to grow our, our, our farm income. It really just is going to be coming from a different source in terms of growth, not necessarily from higher prices, perhaps, but just a more of a volume-driven increase in, in farm income. So farmers have to look at productivity as the key. Consumers, I see, you feel in your report, are changing. They're seeking healthy and convenient food products. So that should trigger investments in prepackaged and easy-to-prepare food. So farmers have to be ready for this. Yeah, absolutely. Farmers need to be uh, be ready for, for contributing to the supply chain in terms of value-added activities. But I really do think that consumers, it's one of the most underrated stories, I believe. When you look at consumers, both in Canada, North America, and as well as everywhere else in the world, we keep talking about emerging markets growing. But as I was saying, the supply of commodities keeps growing, whether it's crops, livestock, and the supply is growing almost everywhere. And for prices to, to be where they are right now, we really have to have strong consumer demand. And we have had strong consumer demand for the past so many years. If you look at red meat, I think, as I said, I think this is pretty spectacular the way that consumer has responded in terms of food purchases when it comes to red meat. So I actually think that this is one of the silver lining in all of that is that, yes, we're thinking about growing supply, but I think consumer demand for food is evolving, yes, so more value-added, more sophisticated. But as well, I think you know, sh- the food demand is, it remains really strong, not only domestically, but in overseas uh, and emerging markets as well. So I think it speaks to a, a pretty uh, healthy future for ag. What do you feel about the key areas for Saskatchewan, the grains and the livestock? How does that fit in? Is that a good area to be in? Well, absolutely. I mean, I would add pulses as well. I mean, now, you know, short term, we have a few issues to deal with. You know, 2018 is not necessarily going to be this great season when it comes to pulses. We're probably going to see, highly likely, we're going to see a lot of reduction in acreage. But I'm actually very long-term positive about pulses. I do think that, you know, demand for plant-based proteins is going to continue to grow. 
you know, on the livestock side of things, despite all the increases in, in protein supply we've seen from the U.S., we still have some very decent pricing in the marketplace. Grains and oil seeds, the oil seeds remain a, 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 a very, not a very, but certainly a profitable crop right now. I think the one thing that I would think about in 2018 would be that, you know, we're very likely to have a volatile year. Despite strong demand, we have concerns around weather that uh, right now are, are happening in South America that are actually uh, giving a little bit of support to pricing of oil seeds. We've got trade concerns as well coming out of the U.S. So all in all, I think it's going to be a volatile year. And I do think that the producers need to adjust the marketing plans to account for this higher volatility in 2018. And how do they do that? What do they do? Well, everybody has to have a marketing plan defined based on financial uh, picture of the farm, uh, as well as constraint when it comes to cash flows and so on. And I do think that with more volatility, perhaps depending on your appetite for risk, you probably need to make decisions that are a little bit more conservative, a little bit more try to take the risk off the table if you do expect that the market's going to be more volatile. So being a little bit more, planning a little bit more ahead in terms of you know, locking in prices, working with suppliers and buyers to lock in some prices where as possible. So uh, I think all of that playing in the marketing plan to account for perhaps a little bit higher or a little bit more volatility in 2018. J.P. Gervais is the Chief Agricultural Economist at Regina-based Farm Credit Canada. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell four seventy at four hundred ninety dollars and forty four cents. Oats dropped a dollar twenty seven at one hundred sixty four dollars. Number one red spring wheat went up sixty one cents at two hundred thirty dollars and twenty seven cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty eight twenty five. Feed barley one eighty seven sixty three. Flax four sixty three sixty eight. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down two and a quarter cents at 6.25 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, March the 7th. A whopping 375 head in the sort with 50 cows and bulls, a total of 425 for the day, a small sale due to all the snow in this area. Never seen snow like this before. Anywhere from 18 to 30 inches of snow around the Yorkton area. Should, uh, should replenish all our water sources, that's for sure. D1, D2 cows, 77 to 87, sales to 89.90. D3 cows, 67 to 77, the cows are averaging 81 cents. Good bulls, 102 to 112, sales to 114, 115, the bulls are averaging 108. In the pre-sort, some highlights on the steer side, 550-pound steers, 246, 650, 221. My favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers, 204, 800-pound steers, 189. On the heifer side, 550s, 204, 650-pound heifers, 195, 700-pounders, 177, 800-pound heifers, 161. Some bigger heifers here, 950-pounders at 155, and yearling heifers here, 1,100-pounders, 147. Next week, pre-sort is full, full. 
Can't take any more. Hurry hard to phone in your numbers. Hurry hard. Last Friday, red cow and heifer sale, some results. Dispersal cows, $1,750 to $2,000. Non-dispersal cows, $1,200 to $1,500. The, the bread cows averaging 15 and a quarter. Bread heifers, 1800 to $2,125. The heifers averaged 1820 Pay attention, everyone. This Saturday, March the 10th, at Heartland Yorkton, the 8th Annual Range Ready Bull Sale, Black Red Simmental Bulls, Horned Hereford Bulls, Red Angus Bulls, Black Red Limo Bulls, also replacement Red Angus Heifers. These are all good producers here. Come for lunch at 12 noon, sale at 1 at Heartland Yorkton, this Saturday, March the 10th. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 house Tuesday, selling a range of 146 to 156 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,700 head, selling a range of 149 to 157 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 47 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2898. Canadian dollars currently trading at 77.15 cents US. The gains experienced in the wholesale pork market on Monday were erased by the losses experienced yesterday. Pork bellies remain extremely volatile and are the root cause of yesterday's decline in the carcass cutout due to a $7 US 100 weight drop in belly values. Lean hog futures are trading lower this morning with most commodities under pressure, possibly due to increased chance of a major disruption to world trade after President Trump announced his intention to add tariffs to steel and aluminum. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, a mix of sun and cloud. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 8. The low, minus 22. The wind chill, minus 25 degrees. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with winds 15 kilometers per hour. The high, minus 7 tomorrow. The wind chill, minus 27. Chance of evening flurries for Thursday and the low, minus 11. Friday, cloudy and much milder. The high forecast on Friday is zero. Chance of evening flurries, though, and the low, minus 9. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 11. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 1, the low minus 7. Monday, sunny skies, the high plus 5, the low minus 7. Tuesday, sunny, and the high plus 6. So all this snow may be melting pretty fast next week. The normal high is minus 2, the normal low minus 14. The sun rose at 7.30 this morning. It sets at 6.49 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 13, Saskatoon minus 15, Swift Current minus 9, Weyburn minus 17, Yorkton is minus 10. In Regina, sunny skies minus 18, that's 0 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southwest today, giving a wind chill right now of minus 23. Humidity 83%, thermometer dropping 103.0. Sunny in Moose Jaw, minus 11, winds are from the south-southeast at 9. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 18, that's 0 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.